a special Pariah Brewing excursion episode of... Brutal Battle. And to be clear, this is not us traveling to San Diego, California. Yeah, sadly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That would be awesome. We've actually never been to San Diego, and at some point we would definitely like I've to I've been go. to San Diego. That's true. A long time ago you were yeah. there. I was not. But lots of awesome breweries there, and Pariah, that's where they're originally from, but they also have a location in Baltimore, Maryland which is actually the old Union Craft Brewing space. So they took that over. So uh, we went to Union, so there will also be a Union Craft Brewing excursion episode coming. And then we hit up Pariah, but we're doing this episode first because we got a Crowler. Now, I am going to tell you we're having only one beer on this episode because we didn't want to buy an entire four-pack of something because that's just something we've been getting into. Um, So, yeah. We're, we're having one. Also, the Crowler has been in our fridge about a week. And if there's degradation with the beer because of that, that's on us. So, throwing that out there. We should be able to suss that out, though. So, um, still be good. Yeah, let's just go ahead and do the beer already. 32-ounce uh, Crowler, obviously. Uh, and I like their logo, by the way. Yeah. It's like this funky text pariah brewing company in purple. And this is their My Cat from Hellas. Can anyone guess what style yeah. this is? Hellas Lager, obviously. And it is 5% alcohol. And it is appropriate because I do believe that that show, My Cat from Hell, starring Jackson Galaxy, I think he's from Baltimore. Oh, you think so? I think so. I, I do. I mean, regardless, it's a good t- it's a good name for a beer, <laughs> especially a Hellas Lager. So, and they have these like kind of like funky crowlers that have like just like a twist off top. Yeah, it's a twist off top with like yeah, it's like a crowler, but then it's got like a bottle top to it with a cap to twist on. But they filled that very well. Like okay. that was filled like all the way to the top, basically. So. Still got carbonation, so being in there a week, all good. This is very clear. So clear. So yellow. I love the look of this. Beautiful, clear beer. I'm a fan of how this is looking. Smell? Ooh. Smells clean and crisp. Yeah. This smells like a nice Hellas. I mean, that's a typical nice lager smell to it. Very clean, crisp, like you said. I get a lot of honey to it. Mm-hmm. It's a little biscuity. I can see that. Yeah, a little bready biscuit. A little hay note in there. Yeah, it's a lot of honey. Very slight lemon peel. Yeah, lemon peel. Yeah. And a slight grainy note to it. Like like you can smell the barley a little bit in particular. It smells very nice. Yeah, I think it held up well. Oh. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like this. Oh, oh, and this is one that we did not have yeah, while we, we were not, there. Yeah. So this is our first time trying this particular beer from Pariah. We've actually only ever had three Pariah beers prior to this one, and one of them was on a um, on the shelf episode. Yeah, and colors. We were in about it because it was a hazy, yeah. but we'll talk about the two beers that we had while we were there. Unfortunately, we only had two because they don't do samplers. They only do full pours. And they don't even do half pours either. So if there's one thing that I would like to see change with Pariah there, you know, maybe at least do half pours. That would be cool. 
because, um, you know, people like us, if we want to show up and we want to try a bunch of stuff, try and figure out what we want to take home, it's a lot easier that way. I can understand places that don't want to do samplers because especially yeah. if they're busy, which they were. They were busy. For how small their space was, they were very busy. And you had to wait in line to get a beer. Mm-hmm. Okay, so taste-wise, I'm sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we were just, we were like, just like, oh, it's, it's good. good. No, I mean, it, it tastes exactly how it smells. It does, it does. Uh, it's super crisp, it's, it's super clean. That beautiful lager flavor to it, like the hay, the honey, that honey. little bit of lemon peel, literally tastes the way it smells. This is a very good beer. This is probably, no, it's definitely my favorite pariah beer we've had. I was going to say the same thing. Now, we've had four, but it's it's my favorite. Yeah. It's very good. I, I am a, I'm a big fan of this one. So, um, I don't know. Did you want to take it and... Um, yeah, so we were there say. on a, like, a Saturday afternoon, um, and they were, they were busy. All the outside tables were full, mm -hmm. the inside was pretty packed. It's a small, and they actually had more outside seating, I think, than inside seating. Yeah. Oh, definitely, definitely. I mean, they had, there's, like, bar seating, and then there's a couple tables on either side of the bar. Um, and it's kind of, like, open air, like, with, like, garage doors that open up, I guess. Um, but a lot of the seating at the bar is kind of taken up for people like just getting to the bar to order. Or, or there's the space taken up by some jerk who put their bicycle there. Yeah. I was like, <laughs> well, they're drinking on the other side of the bar. Yeah. Just like, like park um, their bicycle on the inside of the bar. No respect for people, huh? It's weird. Just, just like that. I was like, hold on, let me scurry around this bicycle to get to the bar. Um, just, it's a cute, nice space, and they were had, like, some sort of, like, food stand getting set up while we were there. Yeah, it wasn't quite a food truck. Like, they brought a trailer, and they put out, like, folding tables and, like, a, like a walk and deep fryers, and, like, it was a huge operation. And I looked at that, and I was just like, look, I don't see where that would be profitable enough to go through all that. In my opinion, labor of love. I mean, good for them. Like if it's, I hope it's making them a good profit, whoever it was, because we didn't find out who it was, yeah. but the, and the food was smelling very nice. Mm -hmm. Although, unfortunately we were also getting whiffs of garbage. Yeah. I don't, and I don't for know some why, reason. because I couldn't see like a dumpster or anything. We just yeah. like all the outside tables were full. So we just kind of stood at like a barrel that was kind of separating the seating from the parking lot. Yeah. And then it was nice because there was a couple that was sitting at, they were all picnic tables. So there was another couple sitting at a picnic table and they like motioned us to like share their table. But we were almost done at that point. So. Oh, did you, did you hit that they have like games set up? No. So they have like cornhole set up for people and, already. And, and like beer, beer pong. pong. Yeah. Which is cool. Like, it makes it more inviting. And they had, like, little, like, AstroTurf Astro laid down, which I also like. I think that's kind of cool. Because it's like, oh, it's like you're on grass, but it's not really grass. Well, we don't it makes you feel paint. like you're not, like, just in the parking lot. Yeah. So what I didn't like is it's, and this is not their fault at all, but it's because they took over Union's old space. It's so small. It's so cramped. It's so tight to get in to get a beer. Yeah. Like, it is hard and it's, you feel claustrophobic, and the bar is small. Yeah. So if it gets busy, A, you're going to be waiting a while, and B, while you're waiting, you're going to be feeling pretty claustrophobic, and that's that sucks. But like I said, it's not their fault. No. Uh, they just inherited the space. Well, I mean, they purchased the space, but 
Yeah, but it's cool. It's funky. Um, they have up like orange and purple in a lot of places, which makes sense because, you know, Baltimore Orioles and Baltimore Ravens. So, you know, they're trying to mesh with the community since they just showed up. So that's cool. I get it. And the designing looks cool. So I liked it. Yeah, it was like funky. Yeah. Funky vibe. So, as far as the beers we tried while we were there, we did Mystery Flavor, which was a, a Berliner Weiss with raspberry, strawberry, and dried lemon. That was decent. It was a little watery. Yeah, it was, it, yeah, it was very, like, watered-down f- tasting. I would have liked a lot more actual, like, tartness to it and a lot more actual fruit flavor to it. So, that was a bit underwhelming, but... The one we did really like yeah. when we were there was their Wicked is Sin, which was a West Coast style IPA. That was uh, that was the better one. Very nice. I think we I think I remember us saying it had a lot more bitterness than we were expecting yeah. from it. But as you kept drinking it, that was nice because it kind of like held up a lot to like the resininess. Were we saying that we were getting like a decent marmalade flavor yes. to it? It was nice. It, yeah, it's that a was good, good. Yeah, and all their beers are poured in like proper glassware. Thank you for remembering that. Yeah, that's that's cool. Yeah. That is definitely cool. Yeah, because we got the IPA and we got like the old school like dogfish head IPA glass where it's like super thin at the bottom and then it gets larger at the top. And then when we got the mystery flavor, it was in like kind of like okay. a lambic style yeah. glass. So yeah, they do proper glassware, which is very cool. Yeah. Not many breweries do that. They're just yeah. like, here's your pint glass. Or nowadays when we're drinking outside, they're like... Here's your plastic cups. Yeah. Like, okay, thanks. <laughs> because you can't break glass inside. <laughs> like, they yeah. think that because someone's going to take it outside, there's a higher chance they're going to break the glass. You can break it either way. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. So we liked it. I mean, yeah, that's pretty much all we really have to say about yeah, Pariah. I'd, I'd check them out again. Yeah, I'd, I'd definitely go back. I like that. Um, I'd try more beers from there. Yeah, definitely. It's just like I said, like, I wish they did half pours or samplers. Like, that would be cool. But, you know, I understand with a small bar and you get busy, it's really hard to do that. Um, Also, another ask that I always have of breweries when you go is allow people to buy singles or do, like, mixed four packs or something like that. Like, that would also be nice. And like I said, like I've said about this before... You can upcharge a little bit for the singles. You can upcharge a little bit for the mix pack. People will pay for it. It's fine. They had a decent amount of four packs. They had a yeah. lot of, oh, a yeah. lot of di- were, variety. Yeah, they were well stocked. They just didn't have this My Cat from Hellas, which is what we wanted to try to come home with. No, they did. Oh, they did? <laughs> yeah, they did. And the the bartender told me that when I asked oh. for the crowler, I was like, I just want a crowler. And he, and he was like, we do have, just so you know, we do have four packs of this beer. If you want that. And I was like, no, nah, I think I'm just going to still do the Crowler. Because oh. I didn't know how we were going to feel yeah. about the beer. Like, they're not that far. We could go back. Because this is quite a good beer. Mm-hmm. And I will say, as we kept drinking it, there there is more of a bitterness to it than I was expecting. Yeah, there's a lot. Like, there's a lot going on to it. Yeah. The bitterness grows, but I like it. Like, I like how the bitterness grows with it. It's very similar to what we experienced with their Wickedest Sin yeah. West Coast IPA. Kind of so. developed over time. Yeah, yeah. So, good beers. Yeah, I mean, we're down with it. But, um, yeah, that's all we really have to say about and it. And it's in a good location because you can easily, quickly hit up Pariah. 
Union, Waverly, and Nepenthe. Yeah, they're all very they're all very close. close. And that's a little bit of a teaser for our Union uh, episode where we're going to talk about our favorite beer we had there, which was a collaboration of all four of those breweries. Yeah. That beer was awesome. Unfortunately, we couldn't bring it home to have it on the podcast because it wasn't available in can Well, I guess we could have gotten a Crowler or something, but... Yeah. We just got two singles instead. Cause, and yeah. we thought for sure, we're like, well, maybe we can have it again at Pariah. <laughs> yeah, we were hoping for that, but they didn't have it on tap or anything there, which sucks. So I was like, ah, oh, man. But anyway, we'll talk about that on the Union one. This has been about Pariah. Thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you want to contact us, you can email us at BrutalBattlePodcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can get back episodes on BrutalBattle.com or through Archive.org by searching Brutal Battle. Rate us and review us on whatever podcatcher you listen to us on. That would be awesome. Also, word of mouth is super cool for us. We would like you to spread the word and say, hey, there's this cool craft beer podcast if you want to listen. Uh, it's not for everyone, but, you know, we have fun doing it, doing it for free. And, yeah. Um, also, Untapped. I am Carlton Malibu, all one word, if you want to be my virtual drinking buddy. And, Rebecca? I am RubyReb62. And then the Insta. Brutal Battle Podcast. I think that's it, because I don't really monitor the Twitter for anything. Uh, although, if you really want to follow me on Twitter, because I my untapped is linked to Twitter, so it will tweet out when I'm drinking beers and what they are. Um, that's just at Brutal Battle. So, yeah. Easy enough. Very easy. So, yeah. Thank you, everyone, for taking your time to listen to this. Uh, coming up with more excursion episodes, because yeah. we're hitting up breweries while we can. But until next time, keep it brutal.